Hey everyone, this is Russell. I'm recording this from New Hampshire on March 16th, and we are right smack in the middle of a global pandemic, which is just a weird thing to say, to have come out of your mouth. I'd be lying if I said I was in, you know, a little stressed out over everything that's happened. Um, my kids are out of school, obviously. We are doing nothing but hanging around the house and going for long walks outside. And I imagine there are a lot of people feeling a little unmoored. And one of the reasons, I think, is that just this is not like anything that's come before it. Certainly not like any of the things that I've lived through so far. It's a different kind of crisis than the 2008 financial crisis. It's a different thing than the 9-11. It's just new, and that can be bewildering. Um, and it felt like a good time to record something because I don't want to, you know, tell people what to do, or there's already plenty of resources online telling people what to do and, and we should do them. But I did want to talk a little bit about wake-up calls because I fear, or it occurred to me today, that there are many people out there who this may be a wake-up call for them, but then there are other people for whom their thought might be, if I can just get through this, things will return to normal. And that is the thought that I don't think is correct. And one of the things that I've been thinking about as this has unfolded over the past few weeks is my wake-up call. And mine happened a couple of years ago, and I've talked about it. It was the UN Climate Report from, I think it was two and a half years ago now. And what that report told me was that even though I had worked in climate for a lot of my early career and, and I felt that I knew what was going on, what the report told me was that it was actually much, much worse than than I thought it was and that, and that anyone really in the world was really realizing. And I looked at what was going to happen with the climate, even the best forecast, uh, the best case scenario would be, and it was pretty terrifying. And I decided I needed to change my life a little bit. And, and so I started looking for a property that I felt was climate resilient. And I found that in New Hampshire. And I started thinking about new skills that I might need to learn, trade skills, gardening, growing food, building. I started learning electrical work. I started learning some plumbing work. And as this crisis has unfolded, someone asked uh, one of my readers recently, you know, how did Russell know to buy that house up in New Hampshire? And the answer is really simple. I, I read that climate report and it was a wake up call for me. And I decided to make sure that as things got worse, I felt prepared for that. So fast forward. Um, obviously, I'm not dealing with you know, climate disaster right at the moment, but there are a lot of similarities to what we're being asked to do right now with social distancing and with 
taking stock of your resiliency and your independence, making sure you have enough food, making sure that you have enough space and room for your family that are, are, you know, frankly overlapping with what I had already prepared for. And if this coronavirus crisis should go on all year and into next year, I feel good about this property that I have and about being on it and being fine if I if I can't leave it or if I can't leave my immediate community. I feel that everything will be okay. And what I just want to say today to anyone who will listen is just to treat this as your wake-up call because when this is over, there are going to be other things. There are going to be other viruses in our lifetime, and they could be worse. There will be other pandemics, and they could be worse. There is climate change, and there are still massive, massive challenges to dealing with that. There are right-wing movements infecting governments, taking over governments, reducing freedoms, um, attacking the press, dismantling institutions. Uh, dismantling health institutions, dismantling justice institutions, interfering with free and fair elections. And what are you going to do when that gets worse, if it gets worse? So there are other things that will come up in your lifetime, and certainly in my lifetime, and certainly in my kids' lifetime, that they won't be like this necessarily, but they will be some other crisis. It will be something different. And you will have to rely on yourself and your family and your community because that's more or less what happens in every crisis I know about. And I hope that as we as a country and as we as a world learn to deal with this, uh, begin to deal with this, try to come together, try to repair some of our public institutions that are in dire need of repair, that we also think of this as essentially a dress rehearsal for the next one. I hope that our communities can become more resilient. I hope that as individuals, we learn to take care of ourselves better. I hope that we learn to grow food. I hope that we learn to build and repair housing. I hope that we can get rid of these old and terrible bureaucratic regulations that have hampered our own federal health departments. Of course, I hope that we can elect someone different than, than the current president to help lead those institutions. Uh, but that takes everyone. That takes everyone waking up. You know, politics is not a distant, far-off thing that doesn't affect you. It does affect you. I hope that as coronavirus continues to spread across the country, we still find a way to go vote and go throw out this president. So that's it for today, folks. Keep your loved ones close. As I've been telling mine, there's really no reason to panic even though that might be your tendency. You know, it might be hard to, I don't know, keep it together, but 
There is, however, very good reason to change your behavior. And not just change your behavior, but change your mindset about the next crisis. Change your mindset about whether you feel that you and your family and, the, and your community has the resiliency to meet the challenges that are coming down the road. So until next time, signing off from New Hampshire.